Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And myself, Justin G. And it is snowy as fuck outside. It's snow, uh, so snowy that uh, Justin Briner was not able to join us this evening because no. the moment he leaves his driveway, his car just squ- squeals off into into a ditch somewhere. Yeah, so, it is fucking snowy and blowy and just garbage outside. I don't know if uh, if listeners maybe have heard about the massive snowstorm that hit uh, Buffalo, New York. Which is only a, an hour and a half or so from here. Like, it's really not that far it's away. Not that, it, I mean, you, you, you have the lake effect, which we we're in a different kind of zone than Buffalo is for that kind of thing. So we don't get it quite as bad sometimes, but... But Buffalo got like six feet of snow. Literally six feet of snow. So uh, I think BuzzFeed and also the Huffington Post put together like this montage, montage of photos <laughs> um, of of all the snow. And it's fucking crazy. Like, like people are opening their doors to just a, a, to a, sh- to a sheet a of wall, snow. a wall of snow, yeah. Like, it's insanity. There, There is the stereotype, you know, oh, us Canadians, you know, we live in igloos. Well, we, You know, we don't live in igloos. Some of us do, to be fair. Well, yeah, but that's, like, so far up north. True. So far up north. But, I mean, and you know, we know snow. Like, we get snow here, of course. And this is, like, crazy for this time of year already. This is supposed to be November, which is traditionally the... The fall harvest season, uh, like when you think of Thanksgiving, that's what October, November are supposed to be like. And looking outside now, it looks like we could have Christmas morning tomorrow. That sounds terrible, by the way. Yeah. I I, I hate it. I wanted to uh, – switching gears really okay. quickly. Let's switch gears. Um, I I got a, I got a, a, an axe to grind a little bit. A boner to pick? A boner to pick. So – um, we're at your, uh, we're at your parents actually last weekend and yes. somebody, I won't name who, because damn them. They, it, it wasn't me though. It wasn't you. Propose, propose the idea. Hey, let's put up a Christmas tree. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm of the mind that, uh, you got to wait till t- I would say I'll give you the last week of November, but I really think it should be December. Well, I I am in total agreement with you. However, um, I don't know. Fam- uh, uh, Christmas is meant to be like a family time and stuff like that. And over the last two or three years, I haven't been able to be there with my family to put up the Christmas tree. I'm always there on Christmas. But I don't know. It's It's something of your childhood that everyone gathers together and puts the Christmas tree up. And it just so happened that my whole family was there this past weekend. And... For the first time in years, I've been able to do the traditional, put the cr- Christmas tree up with my family. I understand you're saying the timing was shitty and off, but I don't know. It's it's kind of nice to be a part of that again. So what you're saying is is that there's not going to be a time from now until like sometime in the first week of December when you're not going to see your parents. Not necessarily not see my parents, but... At home, with, you're with, not. See, but with my sister there, and it, I don't know. That's it's true. Just, you guys don't go home very much. It, no, I, we actually like we're <laughs> we're a busy family. We're always in different directions, and um, yeah, it may not be until closer to Christmas that we're actually all there. So it's it's kind of nice that we all got to do it. So fuck you. See, I is like, what I'm saying. I like I don't care about um being there for the like I like the fact that when I come there, like when I come home, if they've already done the tree, I like the fact that the tree is up. You know, sure. If I happen to come home and I get to help set it up, yeah, that okay, fine. But that it doesn't, it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the holidays at well, all. Some of us have traditions that we cherish and family that we love. No, oh, so, see, I gotta find that. Yeah. Um, but I want to take a, a like a, a simple poll, just even just like some customer or customer uh, listener feedback. <laughs> like, when when is the appropriate time frame? Do you think, on average, I know, of course, yeah, there's circumstances, to put up the Christmas tree, to start decorating the home for Christmas? And I will just say this. Um, I, I am of the belief, I know your birthday is November 28th. And so we typically put 
our Christmas stuff up after your birthday. And I fully understand that. I also understand a lot of people who say, wait until after Remembrance Day. Let the veterans have their day because they should fucking get more than one for yeah, of course. for the shit they've done for us. Um, but wait until after Remembrance Day and then go ahead. Um, but I also understand in, in the U.S. they've got their their uh thanksgiving coming up next week yeah they have a very late thanksgiving which always falls on your birthday weekend Mm -hmm. um so again we're of the belief that once thanksgiving or once your birthday is over it's okay to put christmas stuff see that's the problem is that people think that i'm taking this like this this stance because of the whole birthday thing like oh you don't i think you are you don't want people like stepping on your birthday i truly couldn't give less of a shit like that's I don't care. I think deep down you do. I really don't. I really don't. All I right. Just, I need yeah, to... let, let's, take, let's take a poll from the listeners. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, send us a, a little email. Go to the contact form on our website, uh, ptppodcast.com, or uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter and let me know when you think is the appropriate time to put up Christmas tree. Because I got to say, middle of November is a little coo- too goddamn early. That's just that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Tell that to Costco in August. Yeah. Yeah. Costco. So what else do we have going on this evening, Justin? Well, uh, we, we have a story that we were going to talk about last week, but we just didn't get the chance to. And it's a shame that Briner's not here because I know he was really excited to talk about it. But mm-hmm. uh, we got to talk about this Harvard uh, course on, on anal sex. Yeah. I'm okay with having this one all to myself. They have a sex week what? of courses, which uh, we're going to take a look, quick look at. I'm very yeah. excited about that. I uh, wish I were smarter. I know. Wow. Charles Manson's getting married. Oh my god, I heard about this. Isn't this this is fucked. Yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about it and, and learn more details. And a woman suffers from six hours of orgasms a day. Wow. That's the thing. One, two, three, four, five maybe even is enjoyable. After that, it's painful and annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're hearing more and more stories about these unfortunate people who are living with this essentially like disease that mm-hmm. um, that causes them to orgasm so often. And actually, one woman we talked about a while ago recently killed herself because of it. Yeah, we um, talked about another guy who uh, who was who was suffering from persistent genital arousal syndrome or whatever yeah. it is so we're gonna talk about this woman uh tonight as well holy shit. all the beats we got all that plus your movie update as well as your music news and uh some really great music that i would like to say i personally curated this you evening. handpicked so if you don't like it sorry <laughs> well we are gonna get the night started here with a real goodie real oh, goodie. Yeah. find this guy kevdfoster.com here's changes by kevin foster on pull the plug But we've got a long way to go It's the feelings for each other That we've never had the guts to show Because all this bullshit's starting to get in the way We get older but our love It seems to stay the same age Got me feeling like you and me are never gonna get our chance to be the high school sweethearts we were supposed to be. Never knew growing up could push you down. Always thought the same things would be around. All of these changes are making me crazy. Never knew it could all come crashing down Always thought your best friends would be around All of these changes are making me crazy You give it up and it's not a good way to go Did it ever cross your mind that everybody has to grow? Oh, start your real life like this time no one's gonna stop you from reaching that finish line now you go never knew growing up could push you down 
Always thought the same things would be around all of these changes All making me crazy Never knew it would all come crashing down Always thought your best friends would be around all of these changes All making me crazy Ooh, in the time Push you down. Always thought the same things would be around. All of these changes, all making me crazy. Never knew it would all come crashing down. Always thought your best friends would be around. All of these changes, all making me crazy. I said, all of these changes. I'm making me crazy. Changes there by Kevin Foster. You're listening to Pull the Plug. And it really wouldn't be Pull the Plug if there wasn't a story about anal sex. Well, no, that's what we're all about here. Oh, absolutely we are. What What in the Butt. <laughs> what What in the Butt, by the way, uh, is the uh, the name of the course that Harvard recently offered as part of their sex week. Thing. The, the week has since passed. Uh, it ran from November 2nd until November 8th, and it was all, you know, sex-based and sexuality-based courses. Do they actually take that course title from South Park, though? Well, I know What What in the Butt, I think, is before South Park. I'm not sure where, what, but it's what called... What in the Butt? What What in the Butt, Anal Sex 101. And the course description reads... Uh, Come learn everything about anal sex from the experts of Good Vibrations, a sex-positive store located right in Brookline. They will dispel myths about anal sex and give you insight into why people do it and how to do it well. They cover a variety of topics, including anal anatomy and the potential for pleasure for all genders, how to talk about it with a partner, basic preparation and hygiene, very important, lubes, anal toys, and safer sex, penetration for beginners, and much more. Learn the facts about this exciting yet often misunderstood form of pleasure, Find out the common mistakes people make and get all of your questions answered. Oh, my God. Could you imagine walking into that anal penetration for beginners and looking around and just being like, oh, my God, we're all newbies. Oh, we don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) So at Harvard, Sex Week consists of a week of programming that is interdisciplinary, thought-provoking, scholastic, innovative, and applicable to student experiences in order to promote a holistic understanding of sex and sexuality. So basically courses that are going to help you better understand sex and sexuality and make it less of a, a taboo. You know, it's a very natural thing to have all of these different desires and wants and all this kind of thing. So Harvard decided to make a, a sex week where people could, could go in and you could do these, from my understanding, for free. You could just go in. What? It was like a community course thing. Oh my God. So it wasn't even just for the Harvard students. No. So we could have went if we, we were have. there. Uh, so not only did they have a, what, what in the butt 101, anal sex 101, um, I want to give you a breakdown of some of the other courses Please. Uh, that they offered. Uh, they had uh, Sex Ed 101, Makes lo- sense. Losing Your Concept of Virginity, and Jungle Fever on Exotification. <laughs> uh, we have a course called Brown Girls Do It Well. Oh, I feel like that's racist. <laughs> uh, we have What What in the Butt, Anal Sex 101. Selling Sexy, How Our Social Culture is Shaping the Future of Entertainment. Oh, interesting. Uh, Fifty Shades of False, Kink, Fantasy, and Fetish. Which I think is a good course to have because there's a lot of, I, I would think, maybe misconceptions or oh, absolutely. concerns about that, you know, fetish and kink in general. And this course maybe would help uh, teach people about that. And then you also have Love at First Swipe, on, swipe online hookup culture. Huh. And they have, you know, performance poetry about sex. They've got all this kind of this entertainment as well as a learning in a learning environment. Well, I think that's absolutely fascinating. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sort of disappointed that it's not reserved for the students only because I would want to know about all these really smart sexual deviants. 
See that can. <laughs> You're you're concerning. That's why. I, I don't know. You, you. I feel you'd be a. You'd almost be a predator there. I oh, I like totally would be. would be. Yeah. <laughs> I I would like literally be like, like you with the music tonight, hand selecting. Oh my god. My, my my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not everyone was overjoyed with the scheduled classes. One student called told the college fix. Uh, I do question the amount of time and resources that went into planning and funding these events, some of which are downright vulgar at a place like Harvard, which seems like just like this rich white boy who wears a lot of polo shirts is really stuck up, like has never had his penis touched. Like, I feel like that's the kind of person. But he has had his asshole touched. Yeah, but not by somebody willingly. No, no, he didn't like it. He was pretty upset by it. Yeah. Allegedly. So, which is in case. Yeah, I don't know. I I really, I love that they that they put this together and and yeah. I mean, it's obviously great that it's a community um, based event that anyone can attend. I just wish that it was all incredibly intelligent people with high IQs that that wanted to talk about their first penetration. See, I have a feeling too, that a lot of people that went to this maybe like one were like had no knowledge, so they weren't really sexy. And Maybe. two, uh, you know, a lot of they might not be the most attractive people. Do you think there's like the Harvard sluts? I think there's 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 sluts in every there's, there's the sluts of our road that we live on. I'm oh, sure. Oh, there's a lot you're, of sluts on our road. You're one of <laughs> I them. am one of them. So, but but I, I don't know. I really want to know. Like, they, would they all be like the librarian type that filling that fantasy? I don't think so. I think I think just having like the word Harvard shouldn't institute this sense of like oh they're all going to be like brainiacs. Brainiacs. Like, I think they are though. They're all very. You're all quite smart, but I don't think they're all going to fit into that little subgenre that you've you've carved out there. I just think like the librarian bending over the desk, just taking it up the pooper. See, I, uh, here's my little uh, little input. Don't call it a pooper. <laughs> we all know what it does. We all know it comes out of it. We don't need, when you're describing it, we don't need the word poop in it. Okay, so it started really sexy You started there. really good. You had the librarian that bent over the desk. You had the schoolgirl uniform. You had all that. And then you said the word pooper, right. and boner goes bye-bye, is See, what I'm saying. that's where this course would this be beneficial. Is, this is important. I should run a course on terminology to and to not use. <laughs> the do's and don'ts of, of anal terminology. Exactly. Yeah. Don't call it a pee-pee. You know, when oh. I think, I think, or like a weenie, don't call it a wiener. Oh, I like wiener. Wiener is fun when you're oh, like, you want to you touch my wiener. See, but it's also joking. Like if you're trying to be sexy, don't say stick it up my pooper. Put your wiener in my mouth. Put your wiener in my pooper. Not hot at all. Oh, yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. That's I want, fair. I, w- I really hope somebody makes that. Put your wiener in my <laughs> pooper. I hope they make it their ringtone. Yeah. Can somebody do that for I me? I feel like you could teach this. I, I've learned a lot already, Jeff. This is important stuff to know. <laughs> so uh, we're going to kind of keep tabs on Harvard stuff. Maybe other schools will follow. Yeah. Um, or if they do this in the future, we'll uh, we'll let you know. And maybe we can sign up for the course. Well, anyone looking for love at these uh, anal workshops, uh, this next song is for you. <laughs> Here's Be Mine from Kendall Thompson uh-huh. on Pull the Plug. It's a rush of desire, a spark turned to fire that's burning up straight through. Your movement is fractured, it begs for the capture, there's nothing you can't do. With heaven's above, I'll bleed you. You'll be mine You'll be mine A heart with resistance Is testing the patience But I'll wait forever Just see The others have faded My mind has been made And the end is for you With heavens above, I'll bleed you, my love. 
mine You'll be mine Don't try to run Nothing can save you, my love Don't try to run Nothing can save you, my love A rush of desire, a spark turned to fire No, nothing can save you I'll bleed you, my love. Breathe in the night, and you'll be mine. Now, as long as you're just hanging there, pay attention. Now it's time for your pull-the-plug movie update. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett. Top five of the box office this week. Number five, Gone Girl. So far bringing in $152.6 million. I, I bet they're going to come out with a sequel. That's a like, whole lot of like money. Goner Girl. Goner Girl. <laughs> gone Girl, more gone. <laughs> more Gone Girl. <laughs> number four, Beyond the Lights. Number three, Interstellar. Oh. Which we fucking saw. Oh, we did see it. Holy shit, did we see this? That is... <laughs> I have a feeling you didn't care for it. Why? I don't know. Like, you... The the first thing... Okay, we go see the movie. I fucking love this movie, by the right. way. Anything we, with space, you're like... Oh. Yeah, I'm all in for it. But we go to see this movie, and the movie, the credit, you know, credits, and the lights come up. And the first, I look over, and I'm like, what'd you think? Shannon's like, that was fucked. (laughs) No, it was really, it was really fucking trippy, I think, is what I maybe said. Because it totally, it's a total mind fuck. Like, I, I, first off, it was a fabulous movie. Okay, good. Um, it was. It's one that you really need to sort of be in the mindset. Like you need to sort of pay attention because there's a lot of info being thrown at you, and so much of it is either scientific or really out there. So just terminology and stuff that, or and concepts that you're not really used to in in our every, every not in everyday day-to-day. cinema. No, no. So I thought it was phenomenal. But it was fucking trippy because it was. There was just so much shit that you have to like wrap your head around. Like, oh my god, that's happening. I I fucking loved it. There were so many moments in that in that movie where I was literally awestruck, yeah. and to a point where like this is insane. What's happening in front of me right now? Like, I like you kind of. There were certain points where I forgot it was a movie. Like oh. you know, like you know, there's shit happening in space or whatever, and I'm like. They might not make it. Yeah. Like, this might... Uh, holy shit. Like, you start, like, really connecting, I find. I, I, I did, at least. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't recommend it more. I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, totally. Um, another one that I really, really want to see, Big Hero 6. It's the new animated one mm-hmm. with the big white robot. And I, I have such an affection for robots. <laughs> I just I love them and and this the the whole story sounds just so fucking sweet. That it does, yeah. It's like his brother that passes away, and he builds this robot to like take the place of his brother and take on the emotions and personality of his brother. And it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing, looks amazing, and this one kind of blows my mind. Number one in the box office this week, Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah. I guess it's about the same amount of money that the first one made when it came out back in like '94 or whatever. Um, it's it's definitely one that I want to see. I mean, I couldn't love that first one more. Yeah, but it's definitely not a movie I can see in theaters. And, I just can't I was, see myself going to pay like you know twenty bucks or whatever to go see it. And I'm totally right there with you. I I don't need to see it in theaters, but apparently a lot of people do. Apparently. Uh, opening up in theaters for you this week, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Part 1, Katniss, some Jennifer Lawrence kicking some ass. Hell yeah. I'm I, always down for some J-Law. I'm into it. what I'm saying. I'm into it. Uh, the Theory of Everything, as Ooh. Shannon actually puts it, the movie about the fucking robot. Again, I love robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning, I'm going to love this movie. It's about Stephen Hawking, <laughs> right. actually. The theory it's a biopic. Um, they asked Stephen Hawking what he thought of it, Yeah. and he said he, he really enjoyed it. He said for... There's a few moments where I thought that was me. 
Can you can you say it like he would have? Can you nah, I'm not give us sort of like an interview snippet? I can't. No, I, that one's hard because you need like special like little effects a little bit. And I, can't. I thought that was me. <laughs> well done. I love how super pumped you are on your own impression. Like you did it, and you you, you should see your Shannon's face. Right She's like, I fucking rocked it. <laughs> I nailed it. It's just cause I I can't do impressions or impersonations. No, that sounded great. And, that sounded and awesome. to me, like again, robots. I get robots. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was me. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. Don't be. <laughs> That's probably the best impression I can do. Uh, yeah. Because there's Probably. nothing to it. Uh, Happy Valley also opening up for you in theaters. Uh, the Sleepwalker, VHS, Viral, and Extraterrestrial. Coming soon, November 28th, Horrible Bosses 2, which sounds awesome. Uh, Penguins of Madagascar, Before I Disappear, but certainly my pick, The Imitation Game. Yes. New uh, one with Benedict Cumberbatch. December 5th, The Pyramid, Wild, Life Partners, and Pioneer, which, funny story way off topic i was talking to a woman on the phone uh yesterday uh we happened to live on a street called pioneer uh-huh. and on the phone she pronounced it in a way i've never heard anyone pronounce before how um i mean pioneer is literally one of the oldest words in in canadian heritage language right in in the english language in canada yeah because they were pioneers we of were. this country um she pronounced it Pioneer. Pioneer. And I'm like, you mean pioneer? Like, that's an old ass word. Like, it's not like we're saying selfie or some stupid shit. We're saying pioneer, literally meaning like one of the first. That astounds me. Pioneer. Anyway. People are getting dumber, I think. Anyway, that was just my little. Oh, She's fucking dumb. No shit. Yeah. New on DVD for you this week, uh, 22 Jump Street, Into the Storm, which looks fucking crazy. Uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill for, If I Stay, and uh, and so it goes. Ooh. Coming soon to DVD, The Expendables 3, The F Word, which I don't know what this is about, but I like the sound. I think of that's it. that new one with Daniel Radcliffe, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. But I like the sounds of the F Word. Yeah, you do. The November Man and The Giver. Might I point out that all of the movies coming to DVD start with the word the. Yes, they do. Really weird. Crazy. Celebrity birthdays. Uh, actress Andrea Riseborough is 33. Davey Havoc, singer for AFI, is 39. Singer Dirk Bentley is also 39. Actor Joel McHale is 43. Known oh, from I Community and The Soup. Just love him. Act- this one, okay, this one, this is wrong, all right? I don't know what chemicals she's taking or what surgery she had. But holy fuck, actress Ming-Na Wong, uh, Agent Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Is 51. Yeah, that's not right. That's a good deal right there. She is a very attractive woman. Like, well, well, well done. If you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's worth watching just for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bad, she's badass. And she's she looks, a badass she looks good babe. good in leather and... Yeah. I'm all for it. Not many people can rock the leather onesie. Nope. She does. She rocks it. Yeah. Looks very good. And also actress and model, uh, Bo Derek is 58. She looks very good for 58, too. Definitely. Wow. That's your movie update. Coming up next, we're going to have your music news. But first, here's Drought by Killdeer. Water and wind. 
And now it's time for your pull the plug music news. Slap it New releases in music, TV on the radio with Seeds, One Direction with Four. Yeah, I gotta pick that shit up. Ariel Pink with Pom Pom. Mm-hmm. I like how you said that. Ariel Pink. Ariel. <laughs> Nickelback is back with No Fixed Address. I, I heard one of their new songs on the radio. Don't you say it. And I turned it up and I was like, oh, I got to hear this because I was like, they're they're back for the first time in a while with new music. Oh, I turned it right down pretty oh, quick. Oh, good. Okay. It was not good. There was a small bit of me there that was like, she's, she's going to say I'm about to say, oh, it's pretty fucking good. I no, it fucking, wasn't. I would shut her down. No, it was not good. All right. Uh, and uh, Buzzcocks with The Way, top five on Billboard.com. Number five, Motion, Kevin, Kelvin Harris. Number four, Old Boots, New Dirt from Jason Aldean. Number three, It's the Girls from Bette Midler. Oh, sweet. Some new Bette Midler. I actually, right. I actually really dig Bette Midler, so. She was in Hocus Shutting Pocus. her down. <laughs> and, and she. Yeah. She is the one beneath my wings, so. Number two, now 52. And number one, once again, on Billboard.com, 1989 from Taylor Swift. She's the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I know. All right. Music headlines here for you. Foo Fighters. They're a band. Just They're fighting good. the Foo. They have a new uh, show, Sonic Highways. New album, Sonic Highways. God damn. It's very good. So good. Foo Fighters, they announced a new tour on Tuesday. Uh, tour starts July 4th in Washington and ends October 7th in Memphis, Tennessee. The full list of tour dates can be found at foofighters.com. Com. They've got like a special like presale thing, uh-huh. um, but you have to like go to a place, to the venue, yeah, uh, to stop like scalpers yeah. and stuff. I think it's good. That's I yeah. really like it. Good on them. Uh, speaking of tours, the Dodos are heading out on a tour in support of their sixth studio album uh, called In Divide. Uh, it kicks off February 10th in Sacramento, and the full list of dates can also be found at consequenceofsound.net. And finally, it's just a little bit slow week in, in music news, but that's okay because uh, Bono got in a, a bike accident earlier this week. That forced you two to cancel their residency on Jimmy Fallon. Oh. They were doing like that full week thing. Yep. Uh, like the Foo Fighters did, I think, on, on Letterman. Yep. Well, you know, before people thought, you know, okay, you got, he, you know, little bike accident fell down, maybe got like nudged by a car or something, like nothing too serious. Well, doctors have revealed the full extent of his injuries, and it's way more serious than initially thought. Oh, shit. U2 previously stated that its front man would need surgery on his arm after he experienced a cycling spill in Central Park. However, according to Rolling Stone, Bono was actually involved in a, quote, high-energy bicycle accident <laughs> that resulted in a number of serious injuries, including a facial fracture involving the orbit of his eye. Jesus. Three separate fractures of his left shoulder blade and a fracture of his left humerus bone in his upper arm, which broke in six different places and tore through his skin. Ew. So he had a bone sticking out of his skin. Ew. I can tell you what that wasn't. A beautiful day. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just so proud of myself. You know, I bet he was experiencing some vertigo. <laughs> I bet he was. I don't know enough you do. I know you don't. That's okay. As opposed to riding his bike, he probably should have just put on his boots and started for a walk. The only other song I know is like that mole digging in a hole or whatever, and I don't know where that comes into play. Oh, so. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, they do expect him to make a, a full recovery rather quickly, but he will need like extensive therapy. And they plan on doing a tour, like, starting early next year. They've got the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas coming up at the end of December. So there's a lot of people who are like, fuck, are we going to have to postpone or delay or do whatever? But stop laughing at your jokes because every time we – we're the only ones that that do the whole song joke thing. And Brian fucking hates it. I know he does. So much. That's why I have to take advantage of it on nights that he's not here. Yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> so that's your music news. We I got one more story it. coming up for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. Stay updated with everything Pull the Plug related. Go to the website, ptppodcast.com. And another website for you to check out, mikevile.com, because here he is, Mike Vile. Love and be proud on PTP Podcast. proud there from mike vile you're back here with us at pull the plug hi hey there <laughs> uh we're gonna save the uh the the story about the woman who has like a billion orgasms a day or something like that Aww. i know but <laughs> i just love hearing about jizzing but i guess i did get enough of that with our harvard bootylicious students yeah and i feel like briner needs to be here for that story that's fair and we have a guest next week so i think they'd like to hear about it yeah so yeah we have singer songwriter mark martire yeah. in in studio with us next week so very exciting we're, we're gonna save that uh for next week but until then let's talk about charles manson um and and i really would love to i mean i i have always been a little fascinated with charles manson um when I was in school studying studying law, like in high school, I wasn't like a lawyer or anything in, in another life, but nope. Um, studying law in high school and I did my like final project, like we had to pick a serial killer and I did Charles Manson. I th I always found his connection to Beatles tracks super fascinating and just sort of the Hollywood life and all the hippies and I don't know, for whatever reason, all of that really interested me. Um Are are you the woman in this story? I kind of wish I was. Like, that Helter Skelter movie really really spoke to me. And I'm also not a fan of Sharon Tate. No, I'm kidding. 
Shit just took a turn, everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Put down the knife. Uh, but no, I've always found, as far as serial killers go, I've always found his story very fascinating. Well, he uh, he's been in prison uh, prison since uh, prison. He's been in prison since 1969 for the murders of, uh, or I guess, uh, he didn't murder anybody. He did not have his hands on any of those. But he murders. basically told people he was the leader of a cult and told people to go murder uh, a bunch of people. One of them being Sharon Tate with her uh, with her unborn child. Yes, and a bunch of other people in a Hollywood mansion. He's been in jail. Ever since. He's not eligible for parole until 2027. Right. Chances are he's not going to make it until then. No, he, he's, he's 80. 80. 80, 80, 80 or 81? He's 80. Okay. Um, but he may be getting married to a 26-year-old woman who visits him in prison and believes he is innocent. And, and she is my favorite. Have, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Her name is Star... She goes by the name of Star. Her her actual name is Afton Elaine Burton. I she probably heard, should stick with I Star. I had heard she she legally changed it to Star. Mm, the, the the Associated Press is is saying her name is Afton. Afton? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Associated Press obtained the marriage license from Manson and Afton, who maintains <laughs> websites advocating for his innocence in the Tate LaBianca murders. Uh, she left her home in the Midwest about a decade ago and moved to California. Where so Man- at the age of sixteen, yes, <laughs> where Manson is incarcerated, so he could be, she could be near him. The marriage license, uh, the Associated Press reports, doesn't specify a wedding date. The couple must reapply if they aren't married within ninety days. Wow. Burton, who goes by the name Star, told the Associated Press that the wedding will be next month. Y'all can know that it's true. She told the agency it's going to happen. And you want a person who, in an official statement, to say the words "y'all." Yes, I think that's important. Uh, she says uh, she told the Associated Press that they were waiting for the prison to complete their paperwork, and they already consider each other man and wife. Wow! And she fully believes that she's or that he's innocent, and is trying to do what he can or what she can to to, to prove that. Huh? Don't know why. No. And, um. And she has nothing to gain from this. No, I mean she's getting her name, and you know. I guess, but, but I that's mean, about it. He he won't. He never did have any money. No. Um, yeah, it seems very strange. And you think, you look at her and you, she's not like, you, you, when you hear this story, you're like, well, she's got to be fucking crazy looking. She's mod- She's relatively attractive. She kind of has the same look of all of the girls who were in his quote unquote family mm-hmm. at the times of all these. She's got the very hippie look to her, the long straight hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little it's a little unnerving. I wonder I if she's trying to prove his innocence, like maybe you have access to certain documents that family only has. Right. Like a, a like your your partner can only get access to and maybe she's hoping for that so she can prove his innocence. Interesting. But, I don't know. But that's 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 a conversation to have with your parents. <laughs> hey, I'm getting married, guys. No shit. Oh, congratulations. Oh, it's to Charles Manson. But, hey, Game you're invited over. to the wedding. Like, is there a worse person that's alive right now to marry? Like, you've got to, like... Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's a that's a bad choice. That is not a good option. There are better ones. Yes. And I just think of the sad people who can't find love. I know. Who struggle through... They do what they can. They're trying to... They're, they're doing... The best that they possibly can. They're good people, and they have and they can't get n- they no can't get nothing. And this bitch <laughs> is wanting to marry Charles Manson. Who? Yeah. Not only is she wanting to marry a psychopath murderer, but she's twenty six and he is eighty. That's healthy, though. So that's that's interesting. We're going to be posting the link to the Facebook uh, to the story on Facebook and Twitter. You can find both those links at our uh, website ptppodcast.com. And, uh, yeah. We're going to close the night out here with a final track uh, from Little City. Here's Hard to See on PTP. Through an age 
to see from Little City, and uh, that's going to bring us to a close for this evening. Thank God. I'm going to get into my, uh, my, my my warm PJs and make a hot chocolate. I'm not going to lie. I'm already in my onesie. Uh, here's the thing you need to know about Shambrine. I, I don't know if it's nope. need-to-know basis. Uh, but... Tell everybody out there. Okay. Shannon Bryan comes home from work, takes the dog out, and within... Minutes. Within 10 minutes is in her onesie. Not no, no, you don't get to talk. Not pajamas, not sweats, not just normal, just lounge clothes. Clothes, uh, uh, onesie. It is a full body fleece adult onesie. It it sure is. Yep, with so, skulls on it though, so it's kind of badass. Well, mm, yeah. So fellas, you know, you you see photos of Shannon, and you're like, I'm gonna get some of that. No, that no one has ever said that. In no, their people lives. have said that. I, I know. Um, no one has ever said that in their life. Just think of Shannon with a with a big old onesie on. Big old titties, but also a big old onesie. Big old onesie, <laughs> and uh, it might uh, it, it it might you might rethink it. Is what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'm slightly more attractive in in my onesie. It, I mean, if anybody's gonna rock a onesie, you are the person. I gonna like you know. No one can rock a onesie like you. I, yeah. I am forever the biggest advocate of onesies. <laughs> um, if you do not currently own one yourself, um, get one. Isn't that kind of a like? Uh, isn't that kind of a lady thing? Like, I don't see a lot of guys wearing the, this. One hundred percent is a men's onesie. I I know they make them, but like, really, let's let's be real. How many dudes are are wearing a onesie? Not enough. I think is my <laughs> response. 
<laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, that's I'm fair. I'm determined to uh, host a onesie party at some point. Uh, I know a, a handful of people now in my inner circles that own onesies that I've convinced, hey, they will change your life. And uh, I think in order to convert the rest, the remaining few, um, I need to host a onesie party because they're really not expensive at all. No. Like, it's, it's not at all. Just a fabric suit, really. Fabric so. suit, yeah. <laughs> it's a second skin of deliciousness <laughs> and fuzziness. Pretty mu- that's, the, that's a new marketing slogan yeah. for them. So, yeah. I, I just feel people need to know that when we're recording, <laughs> that's pretty much what Shannon's wearing all the time. It's not like, it's not neat or... Well, it's kind of neat, but it's just, it's just, it's something that you need to be aware of. I think, yeah, I think it's I important. I think people look on the website and they see me in jeans and a t-shirt and that's very rarely the case. I can't remember I've, the last time I've seen Shannon wear jeans and a t-shirt. Like <laughs> it's, yep. it's just rum and Coke and a onesie and a onesie. That's sort of my, my uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, now that we've divulged my personal attire. So you're super hot. Want you to know. I think that's really what it boils down to is my attractive uh, attractiveness level is through the roof. Skyrocketing, I must Skyrocketing say. Skyrocketing Boom! I think I'm going to take a photo of him and post it to like, pull the book Twitter. I think I need to see it. All right. Yeah. So look for that. You can find our links to Facebook uh, and uh, Twitter on our website, ptppodcast.com. Um, seriously, though, you, you rock this, uh, the, the onesie, and, and I'm proud of you. Thanks. You're 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 comfortable with yourself. I certainly am. And that's the best thing. Yeah. So once again, ptbpodcast.com. What? Sorry, really quickly. I I know we're divulging, but good job tonight, Shan Brian. I think we did pretty well, despite no Briner, and you know he's the talent of the show. No Briner, no brainer. Nailed it. All right, we're getting out of here. Thank you <laughs> Apparently guys. Apparently, we're done. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. And stay fucking interesting. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.